0: Hey, my name is Tanton Schneider. Welcome to my podcast called Static. I am so excited that you joined in to hear about Static and how it relates to our faith journey. I'm just so happy that you joined in. The big question is, what is Static? So for a while now, I've been just trying to think of you know, what I'm going through in life and what I have gone through in life, and I've had this downtime, and God's been really opening my eyes to this topic. And has anybody ever had an old TV or old radio? And you go to tune either the radio or you got the antennas on top of the TV. And as you're trying to get the right channel on the TV or the right channel on the radio, you get this like noise and it's just like this awful noise. And you're, you're trying to get rid of it and anything you can do. But when you're doing it, you have this idea that, If you get it just right at the right moment, there will either be a clear, beautiful picture that come on the TV with colors and the words will sound clear and everything will be right where you want it. Or on the radio, you get to the channel that you want and there's this crystal clear song or the person talking on the other end comes in right, just right. But it takes a little bit to get to that point. But you're always, you're just like, Right there, you're always right there with the antennas or the tuning knob on the radio to get where you want to go, and see in thinking about that, God has given me this idea of static in our faith, and I feel like we oftentimes go through this and we hate it, we hate it with our whole entire beating. I know this myself because I've went through some static times in my life, and I'm kind of going through one right now and In this time, we want to be like, God, come on, get me out of this. Like, show me what you want. Like, I'm sick and tired of trying to tune my life and this and that. And a lot of times, we get kind of angry. We get kind of impatient. And God is using this time to set you free from you. And it's so hard to say that, but we as humans, we're so selfish. We are born selfish. I mean, think about it. we come into this world crying because whatever we want as babies, we were, we were comfortable from where we we're at. And God uses this in times of transition, in times of change, in times of moving you from one blessing to the next. And we like to call these hills and valley moments. But for me in this podcast and what I can really relate to is more of static. It's something that we can tune in to what to like where God wants us to go, what he wants us to do. More than just sitting back and being stagnant, we are tuning in and trying to see where God wants us to go. It's in that moment that we need to trust and we see where God is taking us. So like I said, this is really a point in time where God is trying to set you free from you. So over the next eight weeks, we'll be going over the six concepts of static that we have in our faith journey. So coming up with the ideas, on what I should do for this podcast. See, since like August, I've had this idea of trying to think of something to come up with, to, to do, to get God's word out to people. And there's this guy I listened to, his name is Bishop T D Jakes. He had this thing that he did over the um the quarantine. <clears throat> and he called it Conversations in a Cave. And it was kind of like this idea of like, there's hope in this darkness from what I got from it. And We can all agree that 2020 has been this year to remember, (laughs) like, let's just get out of it and get into 2021. But when we get into 2021, are things really going to change for us? Are we really going to be the happy, normal life that we have? Or is God using 2020 to test us, to show who we should really rely on? Like, are we going into 2021 focusing on a better us focusing more on jesus are we trying to focus more on just making the year better so in coming up with this i was praying and and searching and figuring out and god had this on my heart to get something out about hope and and i just couldn't figure it out and i was like you know what do i need to? so i gave the idea up for a while and i had i was talking with a pastor one time that we have at our church that I go to a local church and he was asking like where I was at in life and I brought up to this thing on static and how I felt and it just popped in my head and God was just like that is what I want you to talk about. So for a while I was like okay you know I'll figure something out. I'll, you know, see where I can start out with the podcast and stuff. And I finally come down to one night I was like, all right, we're just gonna sit down, we're just gonna do it. And I woke up in the middle of the night and it's like, all right, what what can I start off with? And I had this big whiteboard in my in my prayer room slash office that I have, and for like four hours, I finally narrowed it down after four hours of prayer and just thinking and. <laughs> and and lots of junk food and trying to figure out, you know, what I was going to do. I come up with these six simple concepts that we do. We do not see with our eyes during faith, but our spirit sees as we walk out the life God has given us. So how original, but I turn these six concepts into an acronym. (laughs) The acronym spells out STATIC. So yes, over the next eight weeks, we are going to be going through this acronym. The first week, which is this week, I'm talking about what is STATIC. The second week starts with the first letter of our acronym, and that is stationary. The third week, which goes to the second letter, is going to be T, is testing. The fourth week, which is A, awareness. The fifth week, which is going to be T, trusting. The sixth week, which is going to be I, an improvement. The seventh week, which is going to be C, and that is clear-minded, and on the eighth week, I will have a special guest on the show and we'll be asking them and talking to them about where they have come up in staticky situations in life and how they went around it or went through it and where God really, you know, leaned in in their life and formed them into the person that they are today. I'm not going to tell you what that special who that special guest is, but it's going to be pretty fun. And they've already agreed to come on and do this and I'm so excited to have them. But going through this acronym and going through these weeks, I'm going to be using David in the Bible to navigate static. And I was at first going to go through and use different scripture points and different people, which I might, you know, hint on somebody and kind of give them a little bit of example, but mainly using David because I think he's such a profound man. And God really leaned into his story and why he used him. And for so it often says that God just he loved David because David was a man after his own heart. And from the moment that David was anointed to the moment that he turned king, he was constantly in these hills and valley moments of static. I mean, you think about it, you as a younger boy, were not even invited to a house. You get invited in and your brothers are like, yeah, well not David, he's not the one to do it. And Samuel the prophet stands there and is like, that's the one. That's the one God has chosen, and he anoints them with oil, and from that point on, it doesn't really, like, go in depth. The Bible doesn't go super in depth with his, like, brother's relationship, but can you imagine the amount of static that he went in? Like, he, for the rest of his life, knew that he was anointed the king of Israel, and I can, I can only imagine what your older brothers would say and what they would do and what your family would think to have this happen, and I've decided to use him because of that reason. And each week will either be a different story or possibly the same story, depending on the word. Um, I've come up with them, but we'll get to that point when we get to those words. But I see this, and I understand that God uses this tactic in between our blessings. And I kind of think of it this way. I don't really know how like theologically correct this is, but each blessing ultimately leads to the promise that God has for us. And I like to use this analogy when I'm teaching the the youth at our church. And if you look at your hand and you look at your tips of your fingers right down into your fingerprints and you really, really look at them, you can see the crevices, you can see the bumps, you can see the swirls, you can see all of the artwork that God put into your fingerprints. And each one of us in this life has a promise that's just like that. Promises, they may be somewhat similar to others, but they are unique and different in each and every way, just like God created our fingerprints. So, each blessing that He gives us is going to fit into that promise. But in the midst of these blessings, there are these static moments, these points in our life, like I said, where God sets you free from you. And I feel like He does that so we can learn to depend on Him and to know where these blessings are coming from, because ultimately, if it was us that were giving us these blessings, we wouldn't worship him. We wouldn't give him credit. We wouldn't give him anything. But God is really the one who's doing it. So in, in saying that, opening up a little bit about me and some staticky moments. And so right now, I'm not working in a church. Um, I am no longer working in one and I am right now working in a truss factory. I'm driving a forklift. I'm selecting lumber that goes in the factory that gets cut down, that they build house, the trusses for houses and, and so on. And a couple years ago, God gave me this, like this vision and told me that he's going to use me in big ways in ministry. And I was just like, okay, I'm all in for it. And I Up to that point, like I was getting hints and like, okay, God wants me to be in ministry. He wants me to do this. He wants me to become a pastor. And I was denying it. No, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And eventually one day he was just like, yes, this is it. This is the direction I have for you. And he gave me this big on vision, this big on dream and not getting into it too often, but I was just like, all right, like if that's what you want, I'm going to do it. So I come to this point where I was just like, do, 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 do. And God often doesn't really want you just to do. And in saying that, I'm not saying God wants you to be stagnant and do nothing. Because faith means there needs to be action involved with faith. And it's kind of like you say finances. You can't just trust God with your finances when you're not tithing. And, I mean, that kind of ruffled some feathers saying that. But it's true. Like, if you want God to handle your finances, you you always support where your heart is at most. And right now I'm at this point where, if God, if you're gonna use me in ministry and I'm working at a trust factory, what's my next step? Where am I at today? What, what can I do? And I'm searching for that action on what God wants me to do next. And in this moment, I'm feeling stuck. I feel like God is testing me. I feel like He wants me to be aware. He wants me to trust. What can I improve in myself? Where can I be clear-minded and see what I what He can do through me? Like these these things that I come up with. That I feel like that's where God has me at this point, at this moment. And and thinking of that, I think back to like David, and I think there was times where. He was, there was one time where he was in a cave and Saul came in the cave and, and we're not going to go far but Saul came in to relieve himself in the cave and David instead of going up to Saul and killing him and trying to become king that way David decided in that very second in those moments that that was the time God was was testing him instead of killing Saul he cut his robe cut a corner of it and later on he showed Saul and he's like Pretty much like, I had your life in my hands. And at that moment, I think God realized that David's heart was truly, was truly his. And he was a different man. David was a man of God. Yes, David did some really dumb things. Don't we all? We all do some dumb things. We're all human. But David had a point where he realized in the static situation that he was in that God gave him a test and he, he answered it. He did what was right. And... I feel like I'm at that point is like God, what are you testing me in? What are you you what are you bringing me through? What do, what do you want like what do you want me to do? And I almost think of for all of us, I think of like Moses. You bring Moses into the thought here. And when Moses fled Egypt, God always had this promise on him in his life that he was going to set them free and he really didn't know that until the burning bush. And there was this time of where Moses was gone in Egypt. And God finally said, I'm going to use you to set my people free. And it was in that time where God shaped him and molded him and started to form him into the man. Moses was married. He had, I'm guessing, some children. He, he had a family. And God really made him into the man he wanted until the point in time where God said, It's time. It's time for you to fulfill a promise I have for you. And static is all about what are we doing in those stationary times where God has us set apart, where He has us in obscurity, where we feel like we are not doing enough for people to see, where we almost are just like, why aren't people seeing? Why aren't they doing? Why aren't they accepting? Why aren't this? Because God doesn't want you to do for others, He wants you to do for Him. And until you do for Him, until you fulfill what he wants you to do, he's not going to send you into the situation that he has for you. Because right now, like if I look at myself, I'm not ready to become a pastor. No way. Like I maybe have some knowledge in God's word, but emotionally and mentally and just maturity, I'm not there yet. Like I sometimes I feel like, God, why am I not doing this yet? And he's like, you're not ready and it's that, that moment where I know like, okay, I'm in obscurity because of this. And think of it this way. We hide all of our our belongings that we have that mean the most to us in like a safe. And we lock them away in a safe. And it's not when we want to bring them out to show what we have into special situations. And think of it yourself, you are somebody else's diamond ring necklace that is inside of a safe that you're not going to be brought out until a certain situation, a certain time. Or think of it this way, is that God has this giant toolbox and that we are all tools in his toolbox that he uses for his ultimate goal his ultimate vision that he has for our life and that each individual tool we're all a different tool god uses it and he picks out for certain situations and you were hidden inside that toolbox until he needs you and he brings you out to use you and it's in those moments of waiting in those moments of darkness that we just need to trust and have improvement. When the static really hits and we're trying to adjust the antennas, or tune in on that radio, we need to tune in and adjust on what God is trying to say in our life. And sometimes he's silent. Sometimes he's silent, guys. And that is so hard. So hard to think of it. Like, how am I supposed to tune in to God when he's silent? And I want to think of it this way. As we look, there was hundreds of years where God was silent before Jesus came in the earth. And in those hundreds of years, God was preparing this place, this earth, for the very moment for Jesus to come down. He was preparing it in the silent moments. And see, that's when God often works the most, is in the silence. Because say, if we have a promise, and we have a blessing, and and we're trying to get to that, God is often trying to prepare the other people in that promise that are gonna help you get to where you need to go. So you may be ready, and God may have you back here on the back burner knowing that you're ready and that you're living out the everyday, that you're doing the everyday, and a little bit off point here, but your calling is not ultimately where you're trying to get. Your calling is right here, right now, and what you're doing. What are you doing today? Where are you living today? Who in your life does God want you to talk to today? that is your calling so back up into this situation is that we oftentimes are ready we feel like we're directing into that point like god where are you you're silent but god is trying to bring somebody else in to help you redirect into the promise that he has for you and look at david david was ready for so long for so long he was ready He was in the cave. He cut off the corner of Saul's robe. But God was ultimately refining David's mighty men at the same time. Who would David have been if he didn't have his mighty men by his side? So think of that. Think of it almost as sometimes God's silent, not because of what I'm doing, but he's trying to fulfill someone else's direction at the same time. So static sometimes takes time and is causing causing you to go crazy. It's causing all of us to think like, you know, God, where are you at? And 2020 for all of us is a perfect moment to think of static from the start all the way from to the beginning. And to think of it this way, guys, 2021 could be no different. But going into this next year, where are we leaning on God the most? Where are we trying to focus on him? So this week, we kind of learned what is static. Um, and I have two questions for you guys to think about. If you have a notepad with you, I would like you to write these two questions down. But if you don't, just take a mental note of it and think about it throughout the week until next week when we come out with week two. But the first question is, what point in time has God used a static situation in your life? What point in time has God used a static situation in your life? Question number two, and what did you learn in the static that you never knew about yourself until you went through the unknown? And that question is again, and what did you learn in the static that you never knew about yourself until you went through the unknown? Well, that's kind of a wrap for this week. The last thing I have for you before we go is just a sneak peek of next week, which I'm so excited to bring in. I'm so excited to dive into this acronym and what this means throughout each week and tell you a little more about David and how this goes between your life and, and what static is. But next week, we are going through the first letter of S, which is stationary. And it says, and the thing I have for that is sometimes we often feel stuck in the static. But instead of being stuck, God has us stationed for greater beginnings. That is sometimes we often feel stuck in the static, but instead of being stuck, God has us stationed for greater beginnings. Well, that's all I have for you guys this week. I hope you enjoyed. For support, if you guys want to share this on any social media page that you have, I would greatly appreciate it. Or if you know someone that is going through this static in their life and you think they might need it, just share it with them. give me any comments throughout the week. If you know me, if you message me, let me know how you, what you thought of it. Um, I really appreciate you guys tuning in and listening. It means a lot. Um, but that's all I have for you. See you guys next week.